Hey, my friends, thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Real Live Talk. I'm really pumped that you're here to check out today's conversation. I'm welcoming back Pastor Josh Whippy to the program. Josh is a really good friend of mine, and uh, he's been uh, really just faithful <laughs> friend of the podcast. This is probably our fourth, I think, episode, fifth episode, something like that, that we've done together. And in this conversation, it's kind of a blend between some serious stuff. Um, we had a really good conversation about uh, God and really about um, learning to live live humbly before God and learning to just be okay with the things that we maybe don't know or don't understand and learning to live in awe and wonder of who God is, which is just one of those things. It's something about our relationship with God that I think we can easily forget about. We can sometimes maybe become overly familiar with God. And uh, just a reminder to continue to just maintain that awe and that wonder of just the greatness and the goodness and the beauty of who God is. And so there's that aspect of the conversation and a lot of just silliness <laughs> in this conversation as well. Uh, we had a great time with this episode, and uh, I think that you're going to enjoy it. So thank you guys so much again for being here. If the content blesses you, challenges you, or if you just enjoy it in one way, shape, or form, if you would consider subscribing, sharing, or leaving a review, that would truly mean the world to me. So thank you guys so much again for being here. Now I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation with Pastor Josh Whippy. Check, check. One, two, one, two. That's Chickety like all check. it goes. Hit me one time. What CD was that on? What was it? Was that like a spoken album? It was like a hidden track where like at the end it was like, check, check. Hit me one time. And then they did like this just break like drum. I think it was like a drum solo or something. Like it, it, it was just like a hidden. Remember hidden tracks, dude? That's not even a thing. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh no it is but it just looks really dumb when they have like 50 tracks <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true dude those those were gems though like remember the um titans the what well, good movie yeah remember the titans remember the five iron frenzy one yeah like i do like these i don't remember what it is but pants I, yeah <laughs> Whose pants? pants are these? Are yeah. these anyway? <laughs> are they Bobby's yeah. or Billy's or Jimmy's pants? Oh no! No, no. I hope they break that and out. And they had like best. a salsa one. They had a salsa one. Yeah. These are not In my pants. <laughs> Whose pants are these anyway? And oh yeah, that, that's right. It, they went Spanish. They went Spanish, and they were like, yeah, yeah, like, so, like it was just. I'm trying to remember how they did it. Something about like pantalones. I remember pantalones, even oh, though it's yeah. not even the, the proper way to say it. Anyway, so how you been? You have, I mean, how are the numbers? Are your numbers going? I mean, you've had some pretty big guests on. Man, the passion yeah. guy, that was awesome, by the way. I learned a lot yeah. of things. Did you? I felt smarter after listening to that one. Yeah, it's um, I didn't. I mean, I felt like I learned, but you know what I mean? When you're talking to somebody who's like way smarter than you, <laughs> it's like yeah. just kind of makes you feel kind of dumb. No, well, but how I, many but words I, did he um, say was in the Hebrew? How many in the Hebrew language? How many words did he say? I want to say 7,500, something like that. Yeah, I thought it was like 5,200 and I'm like. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be. I'll, I'll have to go back and listen. It was a low number compared to. I don't even know how many words we have in the English language. How many words do we have in the English language? Uh, I'm going to give it a Google. The Google. The Googs. 171,000 
146 words, give or take. How about for Hebrew? Look up Hebrew. It plus it says 47,000 obsolete words. So words that we don't even use anymore. Oh. I'm just like we don't like it's we don't need these anymore. Words like uh like what I don't know. Like words that they would have used in like the 1920s and stuff that we just Vow. don't use today. Vow. Oh, you think that's what it's talking about? Like the fancy yeah, like English King James words? words. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. How many words in Hebrew? Well, I'm sure it's more today. He said back then. Oh. Okay. They gave me the answer in Hebrew, which yeah, what is, it? is so unhelpful. <laughs> like it's Hebrew symbols. Hang on. Um. How many words are there in the ancient Hebrew language? Let's try that. Approximately 7,000 words. Modern oh Hebrew God. has approximately 33,000. 33, so there's still a um, culture of a, a few words compared to the verbosity of um, Americans, apparently, or English-speaking so people. Let's, uh, let's do this when we talk because I have a list of 10 obsolete words um, in the English language that... Uh, I think that we should bring back. Oh yeah. Well, I already hit the record button, so. <laughs> oh, you so did. Yeah. Are we going? <laughs> we're going. Are we going right now? Yeah. You didn't you do the intro. Me, did you already do the intro? No. Oh, people, this is just real life here. I'll, ju are. I'll just add that later. <laughs> what are you drinking there, man? Don't man, your bed I got um, today. I got a Coca Cola Zero. Oh, really yeah. Good. Do you like that stuff? Um, I mean, if if you're asking, like, what I just mean the zero is. stuff in general. Like, um, oh yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan. Why? Well, I, I have tried a lot of stuff, but and stuff you're I'm also trying, not, not that fat. If you got fatter, you you definitely I'm, would want some zero. I, got, I mean, uh, why would you want to drink calories? That just sounds so dumb to me. I don't want to drink calories. You're right, man. It's a it's terrible got zero way to, zero calories. It's a terrible Taste way it. to get calories from beverages. You're absolutely right. I'm drinking coffee, but I've got uh, some uh, splash of French vanilla in it. So that adds some calories. <laughs> Dude, I, I do like myself some French <laughs> vanilla. I got the Willy Wonka sugar free, though. Got to try it. It's good. Really? Yeah, I think it's I'll... international delight makes it pretty good. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've tried that pretty sure i've tried it i use it i use the one i use right now is international delight but it is not sugar-free was it on sale down there because it was on sale for us um creamer is expensive like really it is expensive. expensive it is expensive. are you a are you a coffee drinker like do you drink coffee regularly uh every morning i have one one cup of coffee my oh, wife yeah? usually has one or two and then she definitely has one around lunchtime but okay uh, normally my go-to is, has been for a while now is, uh, the sparkling waters, you know, like, uh, LaCroix. LaCroix. La Have you ever tried the, my wife really likes the, um, oh shoot. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, I'll think about it, but yeah, it's like a water based thing, but they're flavored. Bubbly? Uh, Bubbly? no. It's not that. Hmm. It's some really simple well, name that, like, I just can't think of. How not about kombucha tea? Complicated. <laughs> Do you like I've kombucha never had tea? That. I've never had what? it. What? It's kind of. Expensive, I'm not cultured enough. To be man. fair. <laughs> it, 
it's a little expensive to be fair okay. um but it's really good and i don't have like the best uh stomach health and it helps a lot so what i've been doing recently is taking some of like the sparkling water and then mixing it into the kombucha tea you can make yourself oh, a yeah? little cocktail and uh it, it <laughs> tastes it tastes delicious you know nice little i think it's got yeah. a little bit of alcohol in the in the kombucha tea but i mean you'd have to drink oh like, okay you'd, you'd probably throw up before you were able to get drunk like you throw up with too much liquid in your stomach i think right, it's only like right. 0.5 or no 0.05 yeah it's like really small amount it's oh, not even crazy. a percent but Does it's it good caffeine? and it has i would, I would imagine it has caffeine right yeah because i think there's some green tea in it but i don't know how much caffeine is in it i'm not sure i'm not i don't get like i don't feel an energetic thing it's just like a nice you know when i get home from work i'll, I'll do one of those but it's it's kind of you fun. know what's crazy just gives you a lot different. of times it, it's crazy because like a lot of times tea has more caffeine than coffee and right. like one of the things that i re realized is that um <laughs> a lot of like <laughs> a lot of pregnant ladies don't realize that sweet tea is tea and like it's got caffeine like it's got as much <laughs> caffeine as like a cup of coffee and so they stay away from coke and and coffee and stuff like that but then they'll be drinking sweet tea and i have to crush their dreams and tell them yo like <laughs> that's the same thing you're not supposed to drink that oh <laughs> uh, and the, i dropped that bomb on people i feel like regularly this comes up that people <laughs> don't think about it because it's just like a sweet it doesn't feel like you're you're getting energy from it but right apparently it's got you know yeah then you break down that there's sugar in it and they're like what yeah sweet <laughs> sugar tea. in it you couldn't tell that so no was, joke that your teeth your teeth were falling out as you were drinking it dude no joke when i lived down in myrtle beach i drank i probably drank tea every single day i mean every single day i was drinking sweet tea and uh -huh. very little water so i'd wake up with my coffee and then i would go on to sweet tea over and over and over again my wife my wife would yell at me she's like i found and there was just like my car because i was driving for a living and my car was just littered with sweet tea container like do you know what i mean like 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 yeah. she knew what they were from i went to um I would go to Bojangles, get sweet tea, like only just get the sweet tea and leave. I would do that Bojangles. I would do that at Chick-fil-A. Like, oh, then I would like go and judge who has the best tea. I was like big into sweet tea, gained a lot of weight. And then I got kidney stones and I swear the kidney stones. I promise oh. you they're from sweet tea. Promise. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I have not. I mean, I may have had a couple sweet teas since then. I probably could count on two hands how many sweet teas I've had since then. And that was like 15 years ago, 14 years ago Dang. that I was down there. So Dang. I have not had kidney stones since. And I had them then. And I was like in my early 20s getting kidney stones. I promise you it was from those dang sweet teas. I was like Uncle Cy. You know oh, what I mean? man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Cy. Ah. Yeah, he was just walking around with his jug of tea like all the time, right? is uh yeah. was it like big mason jar kind of thing yeah um you know we were we were joking earlier about um how you're not as smart as the as the passion translation dude <laughs> um i will i will say this though i felt like he was very down to earth like oh yeah he wasn't like one of those like super smart and trying to rub your face in it 
But I did feel like, and I, don't, I doubt he'll ever listen to this. And if he would, he wouldn't make it this far. But <laughs> I, been like, all I they're do, doing is talking about sweet tea. I'm out of here. Yeah. He's like, what are they talking about? But I did think, like, I wanted to say, like, I did feel like part of me felt like kind of bad for him because I think he's doing like an honest thing. And some of the flack that he's gotten, I could, oh, yeah. I sense, I could sense it that there is a little bit of defense, you know, he has a little bit of defense built up because you know what I mean? Like it just feels, if mm-hmm. it feels like he's been, he's been gone through the ringer pretty good and people, you know, I think, I don't know. It just, to me, yeah. it felt that way. Did you pick up on that or no? Um, I, I can't say I picked up on that. Um, I think I was, uh, I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to remember my, my frame of mind as I was asking questions. I know like part of my, part of my kind of like toward the beginning part of the conversation, some of the things that I brought up were intentional in that I know that he has taken a lot of criticism. So that's kind of why, like I wanted to mention off the bat, like um, if you guys have any criticisms about the passion translation and like, like, like Mm -hmm. you're of course welcome to have your criticisms, but like just check out the website and check out their philosophy of translation. And I think it helps to clear a lot of that stuff up because it it really lays out why they translated it the way that they did, like their whole approach to translating and how Mm -hmm. it's, you know, their goal was not obviously a word for word translation. Oh, this word means this. They were more so trying to captivate the, or capture the heart behind the words and the phrases and the paragraphs, you know what I mean? And kind of taking it and um, in an effort to, you know, really focus on the passionate heart of God in the text, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but to but to translate more so based on what the they what was trying to be conveyed, not so much a word for word like this is exactly the language and stuff like that, which is really right impossible to do accurately. But I so. think it I think it scares people. Like, for example, because he said he hasn't, they have, I mean, Genesis, they haven't even tackled Genesis yet. But that one, I think, is where people start to get scared because uh, that, what did he say, isn't it eon or or something like that, which means it's like a time, like an age of time, but it could mean a day, it could mean a week, it could mean a year, mm-hmm. it could mean like there's so many different meanings mm-hmm. for that. We've translated it to say on the first day, like right. actual 24 hour day he created on the second day, we do all that kind of stuff. And I think what scares people is that they think, well, if I'm wrong, if that's wrong and it wasn't a literal day that just, you know, for some people, I think it ruins their whole faith in, in ways like hmm. it put, it put punches holes in their faith. Cause they're like, well, how can I believe this? Then, you know, they get that way and that makes them scared. Right. So they're like, no, you can't change it. There's only one translation. It's the King James or whatever. I think we all fall into that though, because, because it adds like uncertainty, but I keep looking at it rather than looking at, especially the old Testament, like a textbook, I've been trying to read it more. Like I feel as if he's tr- like God created it. Now, do I really know if it was a literal day? I don't know, but I know he created it. So, right. you know, there was a time where the, we felt like we were the center of the universe and we, in that people's theology was, was 
was built on that and then come to find out some dude comes around and says, "Yo, actually it's the son <laughs> and they called him a heretic. So it's a oh, lot yeah. of the same stuff. Now it doesn't change who God is, but it does change our perception of who God is. Mm. It does change our opinion, but in my way, it doesn't make God smaller, it makes him bigger. So why mm. are we getting scared about, you know, that kind of stuff? I don't know. I think it's just because of our insecurities. We want to know everything and if we got this bible and we know we can say i know it because it says it and that's what it says yeah. but what if your understanding of it was wrong and you're yeah. missing out on the bigness of god because yeah. you want to feel secure in what you have you know yeah man. you want to feel well, secure kinda... in your in your knowing even though you know that you don't know that's right. where faith comes in is not really knowing but we want to have all the reasoning then we'll have the faith you know it's all backwards yeah man yeah yeah, and that's kind of like I, I'm pretty sure he brought that up when we were talking about well, even even in that the part of the conversation about how many words are in the Hebrew language and or were in the ancient Hebrew language and all of that and like how the Hebrew language is not the language that you would use to write something if you're trying to be like fact for fact, you know, like accuracy in terms of like just facts, right? Like they were more so interested in just kind of getting the heart and the feel for what they were writing about. And, and so uh, it's hard for us to even get into that mindset of understanding, culturally speaking, um, how some of these books were, were written because of the way that they were written, like even in the, the way that language works, like we would be able to, I think, have a much more um, just a much more nuanced perspective of scripture if we understood hebrew particularly ancient hebrew like if we knew like i don't know any hebrew right so like but if i did i feel like i would be reading differently because you know there's all kinds of things that are just lost on us because of the way that the translation took place and so we miss out i think we get the overall concept and we can definitely know god right through through with mm -hmm. what we have whether that's the niv the new king james the you know whatever whatever you're using like you can you can know God and connect with God and commune with God. And, and I'm, I'm not take, trying to take away from, you know, whatever Bible translation or transliteration or whatever is, is your preference. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, we, we miss things because the way that they were written, like just like different literary devices, little plays on words where things rhymed or there was like a joke thrown in that would have made sense back in the day. And you can kind of see God's sense of humor in it but like it's not you know it that didn't come through in the translation and so there's just little nuances i think that that we miss out on and again i think we have a complete enough picture to uh to really know god and to learn from from uh from scripture and i believe that the bible is the um authority of god i, I think that it is um that the word of god itself is infallible but i think that you know men uh, you know the people that have that wrote and maybe even in writing i don't know but definitely in translating um you know things were were not captured perfectly and stuff like that but anyway it's even just the feeling of the language is was so much more important like we think in more of the, like the greek minded like oh well it says this many years but really like like or this many generations you know we look at the genealogies and compare and then we 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 use that as something to say, oh, well, there's a there's a generation missing or this is missing or this wasn't. And it's like, hold on, like you're kind of missing the point because they weren't mm -hmm. 
so interested in like a just list of facts they were mm -hmm. interested in in capturing you know the the feel or they were interested in capturing something that was a little bit different but would have made total sense in their culture at the time you know yeah i, I as far as i know i mean i know i really i the more i okay this is gonna sound weird coming from a pastor but i've just i've been like really excited the more i don't know and yeah. really fighting fighting the insecurity of of not knowing so um i i'm actually i'm resting in the insecurity because he makes me strong do you know what i'm saying it's like i mean yes. paul said dude like he boasts in his weakness like um, i don't know a lot of people who do that so i'm like now when people are coming to me asking me for answers you know there's sometimes i just can't answer everything and mm -hmm. i don't think everybody can um you know i i to you know i had i I've asked this question before, but I've had people come to me like we were talking about Genesis. I was talking about that. Was it a literal six days or did it take longer? And I just go, I know God created it. That's what that's where I yeah. rest on that. We are we have a creator. Now, how that happened? I don't know. I'm not God, but God does amazing things. Do you know what I mean? He could have done it in six literal days. That is totally plausible. I mean, he Absolutely. raised Jesus for like Jesus raised from the dead for crying out loud. So, I mean, I believe in some crazy things uh, that happened and I know there's there's but the faith, I think the faith is the one thing Americans we struggle with because we want the facts like you were saying, they didn't just list it all as facts. They didn't just put these genealogies in there as a fact. You know, they were telling a story. We want just the facts so that it would make us feel better. But that, like you were saying, like that wasn't their intention to create it that way. Mm. I mean, do, why else do you think people are losing their minds? Like Bible Gateway took them off, took the Passion Translation yeah. off their website. Why? Why? Why is that? What is? What is that? What is he doing? What I mean, maybe you know more about the claims of what they don't like about it, but what does he do? What, why are they threatened by that? Why is this passion translation such a taboo uh, translation, especially with all the other ones that are out there, which I think are, you know, they just use a different word for some things, you know, right? <laughs> like, like you said, yeah. training, I'm, you know, I'm going to, or you said law, I'm going to use word or ways. And you said, you know, I'm going to do teachings right. or whatever. It's like, He's, he's doing something deeper than that. He's trying to expound almost a little bit like kind of like a paraphrase a little bit, because if you kind of read mm -hmm. some of scripture, it is kind of like that anyway, written that way. There's like a paraphrase kind of like, you know, obviously the um, the message translation, but then there's almost like an amplified Bible experience to it, too, where it's adding a little bit more context than some of the stuff where yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of get it a little better. Yeah. And the, the thing too is he puts a lot of uh, of notes. So like if you're if you're doing this on your phone, like I I pretty much get the Passion Translation on my phone in the Bible app. Um, but you know my wife has a, a a copy in print of the Passion Translation, and you don't get it on your phone. At least I don't. But like when you look at the actual printed version, there's all these notes like in the margins about you know, different things. And he'll even say sometimes like um, there's discrepancy as to whether it's this or if it's this. Um, and and then, you know what I mean? Like he he really expands on a lot of things there. And there's times where like there's some notes. One of the ones that I came across recently in John chapter two, 
because I was kind of doing a teaching on this, on the, the first miracle of Jesus, where he turned the water into wine. And Jesus makes this statement where um, it sounds crude in English. I'm sure it wasn't like this at, at the time um, when Jesus said it in Aramaic, but it was like, um, you know, woman, <laughs> he, he says to his mom, because his mom is like, hey, uh, uh, they, they ran out of wine. And in English, it says something like, um, woman, what does this have to do with me? My time has not yet come um, or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And he, trans he he translated it a certain way, which I don't remember exactly what it said. But then he's got like these notes in there that explain this is actually an idiomatic expression in Hebrew where Jesus was making a comparison saying um, these two things are not equal. Like what you're asking for me what you're asking of me on your end, it's not going to change your situation a whole lot, but for me, it's going to change everything. So in saying hmm. that, that phrase that was translated into English, and again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember hundred percent what it says, but, um, but that phrase that was translated into English, what does your request have to do with me is actually more of a, it was a comparison, like, uh, the weight of this on, on your end is way lighter than it is on hmm. my end. And so he explains all that in the margin. But, <clears throat> you know, so anyway, there's just all kinds of like cool gems like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't even personally, I don't use the passion translation as my primary study tool. Um, I, I told Brian when he was on the podcast, I told him, you know, like I'm a new King James guy. I have been pretty much all of my adult life. Um, it's kind of our, our go-to in the church. I heard you but, say that. Yeah. But we pull in the pat, you know, we use the passion translation. Like we read the verses almost behind every single verse that we read. We get it from the passion translation at this point, because we, we like the, the way that it just kind of clarifies and, and adds value. And I'll be honest, mm -hmm. every once in a while I read something and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I, you know, love the way that they translated sure. that. But maybe they know something and there's a good chance they know something that I don't know. Right. And and yeah. uh, so are you anyway. sure? Are yeah. you sure, Duke? I'm just talking. Man. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> saying all the ones all the other ones are bad and that one's great. I'm just saying, like, man, more pieces of this puzzle that I can get. I don't know. It just yeah. gets me excited. Do you yeah. know, gets me yeah, excited absolutely. when you learn, you know, it's just like. I don't know, like as a pastor, you preach on some, sometimes you preach on the same topic at least once a year and you're like, man, is there any, is there any more meat on this bone? You dive into the word and there's always more. It's just like, yeah, man, man uh, how did I not see this the last time? You know what I mean? Why wasn't it relevant to me then? Like this, this little factoid of, of this passage, yeah. especially like, man, I mean, especially just like just Jesus in general. I think Judah Smith did a series that he started. I think he intended on doing it for four or five weeks called Jesus is blank. And it ended mm. up, I think they did it for a whole year and wow. longer. They may have gone wow. more than, I think they went years on the same <laughs> series because there was just like that fill in the blank thing. It's like, he is everything. He is absolutely everything. And I, you know, I don't know to me, yeah. yeah, especially in this world that we are in right now of world of information, everything getting spread, spread around so quickly. You can if you want to know something, we looked up real quick, you know, how many words were in the Hebrew language we're, we're, we're or ancient Hebrew. You know, we're we're in that mode. I'm OK. I just feel like, you know. I don't know. I just get excited, even <laughs> though I don't know everything, but I want to know everything. But I also it's like it's not faith 
if you it's not really faith if you already know it like if yeah. you know it is that really faith anymore like i don't know um, there's i think there's something extra um yeah. and there's something like the desire to know god that's not a bad thing the desire to con like want to know more i don't think mm. we should be trying to hurt people for trying to do that and say well that's not how i like that, like that chase after is what he's desiring from us and it will never be fulfilled completely but you get mm. these like little nuggets that you just get excited yeah. about and yeah. I don't know, that's my person that's me personally but maybe yeah. i know some people struggle a lot because they feel as if you know, like I said, that insecurity of not knowing, but that what you said, I mean, it's all true. I, I was just, we're doing VBS this week. Got the, my shirt It's called all aboard. all aboard. We created it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, our associate past the other associate pastor. He's, uh, he's the writer of this kind of thing. And he put everything together. We do our own pr program, everything, lessons, crafts, everything reference? we do it. Mark right something. Mark six. 1615 go into Mark all 16, the world and 15. preach the good news oh. to everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. should have known that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's the last chapter of Mark. Whatever. Uh, anyway, I was just thinking in my head. I, I didn't know the, the exact reference anyway. Yeah. Right. But even we're using a, you know, a train illustration. Um, we have a, actually it works out great because we have a, a train in our community like that goes like on little excursions so actually soon we'll have the soon we'll have the steam engine next year i think they're getting a steam engine and that'll be pretty cool and it goes behind my house cool. so i'll be able to see the smokestacks coming through it'll be really cool mm -hmm. but we're using that as kind of like the illustration for the week and it's just uh you know even talking about jesus when it comes to train tracks it's like there was so much there was so much there do you know what i mean there were so many nuggets like today we talked about um staying on track like jesus helps us stay on track and the track is like is like god's word like we were talking about it's infallible mm -hmm. it's it's perfect it's it's every in every way um but but i was thinking about it it's like because i to a kid they're thinking i gotta read the bible every day and i'm thinking more along the lines like i get to read the bible every day yes. <laughs> Do you know what i mean but i want it i wanted to you know i want to grow but you know i can't help but you know kind of selfishly like go and try to dive into some text that i didn't know that well just because i want to mm -hmm. get some more information do you know what i mean yeah it's, just, it, it's a it's a it's a fun adventure it's a fun adventure that's awesome. But if I, I just feel like that's the beginning of, I feel like that's going to be revival is just the admitting, like admitting we don't know everything. Stop acting. So like, I feel like there's a lot of pride in the Christian church. And if we could just do this whole thing with having fun, not that everything's great and having fun, but I don't know. I don't hear a lot of people saying to the church in China, the underground church in China, oh, do you guys have your theology perfect? Is it perfect? Because I guarantee it's not. I guarantee it's not. And it's right. like, we don't we do not do that, but their church is growing and they're not really worried, like super worried about things like we are. Like we get in fights about yeah. stupid things. Like somebody's creating another translation of the Bible. Like, okay, would they get upset if that same guy did it in Mandarin? I don't think so. Wow. I don't know. I'm ranting, yeah, good call. but I've also <laughs> good been with call. kids all week and I'm exhausted. So <laughs> yeah. we had a hundred um, and uh, 
we have 137 kids uh, that have come to our program this week. So that's pretty cool. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's legit. I'd like to get to 150 tomorrow. If we could hit 150, that would be dope. Yeah. I don't think we've had that those numbers in a long time. I don't remember last time we did, but what's really yeah. cool is there's a lot of young adults that are serving and all these young adults are like plugging in and doing stuff and helping with the kids and leading, uh, you know, different, different uh, stations that they're at. And it's great to yeah. see like teenagers and young adults serving in that role. Mm. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah, man, that's so cool. That's great. Um, to your point on what you were saying a minute ago, like, on on revival you know i think that you're mm-hmm. really i think that you're really onto something there i i think that in many ways um it just in general i think that we've kind of lost or we've you know moved away mm-hmm. from the simplicity of just contemplating god of just being in mm-hmm. awe and wonder of him I think it's reflected in the way that we sing today, like the way that our, our yeah. worship songs are, are sort of designed that I think the vast majority of them are kind of like me focused. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, like I love, you know, and that's fine. Like I'm totally fine with singing a song that says, I love you Lord, or, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's totally fine, mm-hmm. but I think we need, I need, I think we, I think we're unbalanced. And, and my, my wife says this a lot, you know, how, she feels like we she listens to worship songs and it's kind of like uh this is not how she says it. I can't think of exactly how she says it, but kind of almost like I'm in a therapy session and like I just I need to keep like reaffirming myself about who I am <laughs> and, and how much God loves me and, and this kind of stuff. Right. Like that's the focus of a mm-hmm. lot of our just sort of corporate worship songs today. And I, I think that there's there. Of course, there are songs being written about just contemplating God's beauty and his goodness and really kind of very much him, him focused. But I think that it's definitely, you know, I, I, I don't know what the percentages would be, but I, I don't think it's a, a very high percentage of the overall songs that we're singing in the church today. Um, in right. terms of the, the, the newer songs that are being written, like if you go you back to like the old songs, hymns, like... I'm not saying we need to bring back the like hymns and stuff like that. I love some of the old hymns. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm 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 not saying you, you gotta jerk. you gotta do hymns. You don't have to, but like there was a hymns in the rich, King James, a, a rich theology. <laughs> yes, only King James, <laughs> only the King James Bible, and only the hymns, hymnals, um, only hymnals. Yes. We can't have words on the screen, buddy. No words on the screen, dude. Yeah, even that, man. Even that. I'm not opposed to words on the screen, but even that, it, it's <laughs> like we're so lazy. We're so it's so it just comes so easy to us. And then uh yeah. and so much of our songs, I, I just feel like we're they're very and I and I really I I don't have any problem with with singing. Like I I personally get a lot of value out of like the touchy feely worship songs. Um I do. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really do. And I love it. I love all. I- I'm glad that people are writing worship songs and expressing their heart. I'm glad that we can use them as the church. I'm glad that we can, you know, glean from it. I- I'm just I, I love I love it all. But I do think that we're we're pretty unbalanced a lot of times. And and I think that what you are were saying there um, about just like being OK or, or like kind of coming back to that that humility point that says, mm-hmm. like, I don't know everything. I don't have all the answers. Um, but this is really all about you, God. And, right. and I yeah. think that that focus just on him, on who he is, on his nature, on his goodness, on 
just contemplating him and being in awe of him. And a big part of that is not knowing everything and being okay with that. And we can, Mm -hmm. we can be worshipful in the way that we don't understand God or that we don't understand everything about God or even the things that happen in our lives that we don't, you know, have language for. We don't know how to explain, like, I don't know why this horrible thing happened. I don't know why this tragic thing happened, but you know, it's, it's going to lead me back to that place of, I need to contemplate you more, God. I'm not running from you because I don't have the answer here. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that willingness, I think that is a really big um, part of what would happen as far as sort of like an awakening of people or a revival of, of the church to say, um, like, let's, let's kind of get back to making it all about God, you know? Mm Mm-hmm like all about him and not about how like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I, I, I'm kind of two sided on this. I know I'm rambling, but I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking. No, in a I second. Get, I'm just trying uh, to picture like what that looks like in a practical way. Well, like I'm, I'm okay. So for example, like, um, I, I love when we have really, you know, like nice church buildings, comfortable seats, mm. you know, parking attendants, all the stuff that makes church life and community, more accessible, um, where people are, you know, I'm fine with there being those comforts in, in the church. Like, um, but when that becomes a prerequisite, I think to whether or not we're going to engage in worship or whether or not that becomes, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm cool with, with, with it because I think that like, ultimately we are sons and daughters of the of the most high God who's King of Kings. Like I, I, I don't have any problem with us experiencing goodness in these different ways, like in these like the goodness of God in these practical ways. Like I have no problem with it, but I do think at the same time that it causes a lot of people to get very, very comfortable. Um, I think that if we, you know, I think that it can cause us or it can contribute to, us becoming complacent with God. I think that there's an attitude, you know, a lot of times in the American church of like, Oh, I don't like this worship song. So I'm going to sit down. I'm not going to sing it. You know, I just think there's a lot of that stuff where we've made the experience of worship or church or community or whatever you want to call it. So comfortable for people that we, we miss out on God's presence in the process and and i and we've it's we've got a fellowship around god's presence right yeah. or i i don't know if i'm i'm making sense no or not, i i see what you're but. saying it's just um it's so hard to be in the presence of god and and not um notice the change it makes in my heart does that make sense like mm-hmm, sure. i'm just picturing i'm just like how do i and maybe that's like a new way i can like you know, when I'm, when I'm in prayer with the Lord, when I'm in that, you know, meditating on him, it's maybe it is to think more, you know, I'm thinking about my personal life. How can I implement this? And it's maybe more of just telling him how great and amazing and wonderful he is. But then I keep thinking, aren't I really just reaffirming myself? Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I know I'm praising him, but I'm also, <laughs> yeah, I'm praising him, but I'm also like, like it's also doing something in my heart. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know. Is I don't know how that works. I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to think like some of the worship songs we sing, right? 
like, um, I need you, Lord, like I need water. And it's like, yeah, that is like a me focus thing, but it's also like it's praise in another way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then I think of like, let's think of like oceans, like take me deeper, uh, you know, take me deeper. Like, you know, I will, it's a surrender to him. So I'm trying to think when I hear, and I've said it too, like you're saying too, like, what is it that we should, like, how does that look practically? Like, what can we be doing Mm. in our personal lives to really have that? Um, You know, I call it awe and wonder. So I want to have this awe and wonder of who he is. Um, And it's really hard to do when I'm like, yeah, I know exactly everything. I know everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I guess it is probably really hard to do if you're just thinking about your feelings. So if there's not that, act, you know, if there's not that um, acknowledgement and praise of how great he is that fills all your needs, then I guess that's where it falls really shallow. So it's like, how do we get out of the shallow mentality in our faith mm. and move more towards like a very a much deeper understanding of his love you know i mean i i think i the other night i was laying in bed and i was just thinking about stuff and i i remember like i remember saying this and thinking i should probably write that down and it just came to me it's like like rat like ah oh, it came to me and then i lost it but it, it's <laughs> rather than like um oh it was right there it's like i just wanted I mean, I want to know things. I keep saying that throughout the whole podcast. Like, I want to know stuff, but at the same time, I wouldn't it be better if I pursued knowing the love of God more than Mm -hmm. I (laughs) like than I did like certain like. But then you know, people say, "Well, you got you can't get away from the Word of God." I know, but there's a the early church didn't have the Bible at all. They only had it, right. you know, they, they couldn't, you know, they didn't, there wasn't even <laughs> right. there yet. Yeah. So it so they, what were they relying on? They were obviously Jesus, Jesus came to fulfill the law. So they, they had some lost stuff that was going on. They knew some old stories, but it seems like, and this is maybe where the, our church is missing it in America. It seems like the one thing that they relied on one person was the Holy spirit. So shouldn't I get to know him more like priority wise before, like, shouldn't that be, but some people say, you know, like, Hey, you know, you're just a crazy charismatic and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, I, I just remember th- laying in bed and thinking along those lines. It's like, maybe that should be my focus more so than, you know, trying to know these facts Cause even though I don't know the facts, I still get excited about them. And it's kind of like the, yeah. you know, it's a dichotomy I'm in and I'm like yeah, trying to navigate these waters, but I have never felt more excited about God since I've been willing to be okay with not knowing everything about God, mm. but yeah. 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 That's the thing. But yeah, then, man, I don't I, know. Yeah, I'm in a weird stage yeah. of life too. I yeah. mean, I guess I am changing subjects here, but our senior pastor is on a sabbatical, his first one in 35 years. He has never taken a sabbatical in 35 years. That's how many years I've been on the alive. Well, yeah, I know. Our life. Yeah, he's never take he's yeah, never taken a sabbatical. <laughs> so they 
they gave it, you know, our elders and stuff gave it to him. Um, I don't think he really wanted it, to be honest. And it wasn't like he was punished or anything. We're just trying to honor him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, we want to, bro, we you want to honor We need him. a break. I mean, you need a break. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, I miss him very much, but because of yeah. that, I've had to step up in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I've been preaching like almost every week. We had a guest speaker last week. Thank God. I was so thankful because I'm like, how did it how's it you do you guys do this every week? You gotta come up with something that's crazy. Yeah. Um I've been here 14 years, but I've never preached three weeks in a row, and that was just like that was just a world, you know, it was an eye-opener for me. Mm-hmm. So, but that, and you know, stuff going on, you got to deal with, and then people come to you and they're like, oh, are you going to handle this? And I'm like, well, there's another associate pastor. You can go ask him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see some yep. churches have like two lead pastors. Mm-hmm. I totally understand why it's because mm-hmm. they're tired. Yo, Bob, will you help me? You know, whatever. Yeah. How's that work in your church structure? How's that work? Who, what are the, what's the pecking order there? Um, so as the executive pastor, I kind of handle a lot of those kind of things, like the just day to day type stuff. Um, I'm kind of the second income, you know, second in line, so to speak. So if our senior pastor, who's really, um, he's in the overseer of the, of the whole church. So we have some different, you know, a couple different, um, campuses, but then we have only one here where we live, but um, we have uh, some church plants that are springing up like right now and cool. some some things like that. And so um, and we do some ministry in Latin America, which my wife and I are pretty much over that whole thing. Um, but so uh, but he's the he so senior pastor when he's not here, you know, if he's traveling or he's out of town or whatever, like I'm kind of the the next in line um so to speak in terms of filling in or you know preaching or something like that but um but it's cool we have so we have five um pastors on our team total uh for for here in our local church and um yeah we all kind of we all kind of share it um as far as the teaching goes but in terms of the like day-to-day type stuff um most people i would say are either reaching out to either the senior pastor or to me. And then um, as far as like the first line of defense. So there's times where I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, so-and-so is in charge of that. So maybe you should give them a call <laughs> like that kind of thing. I, I pulled that um, yesterday. I did but, that yesterday. But I'm the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. Like, it, it's just that I'm the one, like I'm always sending out emails and text messages because I'm kind of in charge of the communication that goes on. I send out weekly announcements. I send out reminders for events that are coming up and service times and stuff like that. So people automatically gravitate to me, you know, in terms of like, I'm the one that they assume knows things. And uh, right. sometimes sometimes I don't because if it's an event that I have nothing to do with, for example, or mm-hmm. some kind of yep. um, yeah, some kind of community group or whatever that I'm not involved in at all. I don't really <laughs> try to know like I really don't because yeah. I'm like, I've got yep. enough stuff to focus on. So like I don't really try to fill my head with stuff that I don't need to know. And so yeah. maybe sometimes to sometimes maybe to a fault, uh, to be honest with you, like but- I purposely don't want to know how to do child care check in. Because I don't right. need another thing on my, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I just don't. I yeah. somebody asked me the other day, "How do I do this?" I'm like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. actually know. You might want to go talk to that person. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, like I don't really, I don't really need to know what is happening in the women's meeting. 
that's coming up. Like I, I'm just not, <laughs> I'm not super interested, you know? <laughs> yeah. So let but me get I, you I do find like the person that can help you, you know? But I feel like people are always shocked, you know, like if you don't know something, they're like, how did you not know that? Like, oh, you don't know that? And I'm like, no, I really don't know everything that goes on around here. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, I mean, I, we're a church about 400. It's, I mean, that's a, that's just a lot of things to know. Yeah, um, you know, I, I have an idea, but I don't like, you know, I don't have my hands in it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, yeah. like we had a little run in the other day. Um, something happened and some, some people were upset about, you know, whatever, something in VBS. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's not VBS isn't my thing. I'm just a Bible teacher. That's all I'm doing. So uh, I said, Hey, you know, actually that would be pastor Scott uh, that handles that. And they looked and they're like, well, you're the, you're the lead pastor right now on sabbatical. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's me and Scott together. <laughs> like we're doing, mm -hmm. we just have different responsibilities, but Don't you put even that on regardless, me. exactly. But even regardless, this is his, this is his thing, not my thing. You know what I mean? Like right, VBS right. is not, is not mine. So if I'm going to intervene and do something without telling him, I feel as if that, that's right. I feel like that's me. Like, I don't know. It's almost like a micromanaging and trying to like be bossy mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So I kind of explained that and they weren't, they, they were okay. I said, well, let's go talk to him yeah. together, talk to him. And then they were, they said later, I'm glad you did that because he knew more right. about the situation than I did, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm thinking, well, that worked out good, but it doesn't always, you know, you know, part of it is an honor thing, right? And and part of it is, yeah. you know, if somebody is coming to me and it might not be a big deal and I might have the answer, but like if somebody's right. coming to me to ask me about um, an area of ministry that one of the other pastors or leaders is responsible for, I might be able to give you the answer to that question. But my thinking is if I give you the answer to that question, you're going to think that that's my thing or you might you might associate <laughs> me with that now. So you're going to come back to me maybe again. So I want to set this straight because I want to give honor to the person whose ministry this is or, who you know, mm -hmm. who's more of a, a spokesperson mm -hmm. for this particular ministry or part of the church or whatever, because I want to create that culture of, you know, sh first of all, showing them honor and like I want you to know that like this is who you can go to in the future because they're in charge of this like i'm not i'm not in charge of that right. thing it's you know what i mean so sometimes it's mm -hmm. not even that i don't uh have the information but it might just be you know i want to just kind of try to help to create that culture of you know respect as far as lines of authority and communication and stuff yeah yeah so i'm i'm learning all that you know uh it's been a really good eye opener for me i'm glad i'm not the lead pastor at the moment that's a good thing but um you know, I mean, it, it just gives me a good, it gives me, you know, it gives me an indication of what it's going to be like when that day comes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. nothing that I'm like, oh, I really want this. I, you know, I'm more like, okay, God, if that's what you want, <laughs> I'll do it. But yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like I'm chasing. I don't know. I hear people all the time, you know, they jump from one church to the next trying to find like, trying to make a name for themselves or whatever. I, I don't understand that. I'm like, I, I wouldn't, I don't know why people want more responsibility and more work. Just take what God's given you and like do it <laughs> and he'll give you more later. Like, oh, it just feels like that's a, that's a common thing with people our age. I think we've talked about that before where they jump from one church to the other, but yeah. yeah. Other than that, on a funny note, um, I freaking smacked my eye 
on a on a like a entertainment center drawer handle thing right here on my eye so my eyes all kind of like it's kind of like swollen and you can oh. kind of see it. it i thought i was going to get black eye but it didn't happen i was trying to fix my xbox because i've been that's been how i've been unwinding after vbs every day mm -hmm. so i would go and play sea of thieves and which is like a pirate game oh, yeah. it's a lot of fun i've been playing with jamie <laughs> gorman which has been a blast yeah so we've been playing that and i like my internet was weird so i like went down and somehow like literally hit my head my eye just my eye right on it and my eyelid and everything hurts still so it was like two days ago and i've been icing it and i'm like i can't believe it didn't oh, turn no. black but i think because i didn't hit it here I, it didn't go but i hit it right on the eye and i and i thought to myself like of all the ways to hurt myself i don't even know like i'm looking at the physics like how did i like hit my head on that like how did i hit my yeah. eye i don't even know how i did it yeah i, I think like finding I think new our... ways to get hurt yeah <laughs> i think our faces like i think our noses are here right like kind of and like our eyes are kind of sunken back a little bit like on purpose i think that god probably did that on purpose to protect our eyes right like and so he's up there being up. like oh god i i mean i made why it you, so you wouldn't get hurt leading with your eyes bro like why are you putting your <laughs> eyes out there like i designed it to like, <laughs> what? not be like that you gotta like wear helmets to to walk no around. i think you're right that so it's like so i like think about it now here's the wall here's the thing somehow i went like that <laughs> how is that possible <laughs> how is that possible like were you, I still were you can't I, josh were you listening to metal just be honest <sighs> no but i i do have this really cool playlist i'll share with you it it's actually on spotify do you use spotify yeah you do yeah i, do. I already know you do yeah um i'm all over spotify because <laughs> you listen to joe rogan sometimes i know that i um, just listen to my my own podcast on repeat all day long. just that just that <laughs> all the time <laughs> and the, you're oh, listening to wait, podcasts real, about real you quick yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just you're talking about how we need to put god first and not about, be about me but you're listening to yourself <sighs> doing it over and over again <laughs> yeah that's why man that that your word on humility before just struck me so deep because oh, all yeah. i do is listen to myself <laughs> no um but but i did just discover a podcast called the nate land podcast have you ever heard of that oh yeah nate bargazzi yeah, Nate Bargatze is my boy, and I didn't know that I didn't know until recently that he had a podcast. And so there's all these episodes that I can go back and listen to now, which is cool. But it's so great, dude, because the the those dudes are they're so funny, and mm -hmm. it's so clean. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I could listen to it in my kitchen if I want to, without worrying like my kids are gonna walk in and hear something you know inappropriate. It's I've listened to several episodes and I've heard nothing even questionable. Like everything has just been very mm -hmm. clean like and uh man i love it there's even some theological stuff they talk about sometimes they bring up some bible yep. issues on there uh i think at least a couple of the guys are christians i guess i guess nate too he grew up like southern baptist and i think he's uh you know still i think I'm, i mean i know he's a believer i think he's i don't know you know whatever but it's just like a cool right. it's just a great they just talk about like bear attacks and like <laughs> aliens and just whatever it's, but it's just i like fun. when they go through the states they go through the states and he did that for a while and they were just uh -huh. they talk about a state for yeah you know for an hour 
it's and great. it's mostly it's great. them saying things and then somebody coming up with a really funny thing that would you know that's that's it's mostly hanging out and telling jokes but you learn a little bit in it it's kind of cool i've learned some stuff mm-hmm. on that pretty cool yeah oh speaking of learning things um oh wait no it's on spotify let me get back to yeah, that spotify. so it's on spotify and the playlist is called study core study core like hardcore like for those who don't mm-hmm. know metalcore music, that kind of stuff, it's a it's a type of music. But there usually has screaming in it. But Studycore is a playlist I made where it's all metalcore songs and artists that have no singing. It's instrumental, None. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just straight instrumental, and it is so good when you're studying. Yeah. Hence the name Studycore. Like incredibly. Um, <laughs> soothing but there's times where you're like you're driving and then you're just boom boom you're you're you know typing things out it gets you in a good headspace kind of like it's kind of similar to um like lo lo-fi if you ever listen to lo-fi a lot of people do when they study this has mm-hmm. got that but it's got a little bit more groove to it uh at, well i guess they both do it's different but it's similar mm-hmm. gives a little bit more energy uh pumped in but um real melodic awesome. and, and fun sounding. So if anybody's interested, it's called study core. It's on Spotify. That's my plug for today. Uh, study it. core. Check it out. It's got a little dog, a little dog on working on computer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this, I found this cool <laughs> image and played with it a little bit. Yeah. It's cool. Sweet. Well, other than that, man, I love it. Yeah. That's my life on this sabbatical thing, trying to cover for him. We got VBS this week, trying to realize that I don't know anything about God but I want to know more. Like, do you know what I mean? I just feel like I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb when it comes to this stuff. And then he's like, Oh, you're going to be a pastor, you know? But, um, and I don't care if anybody from my church even hears this and says, Oh, he said he's dumb. No, I'm literally dumb. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. why he, you know, I, some of the guests you've had on Duke, I don't like, I literally thought I would sound like an idiot trying to talk to these people because they're, they got PhDs, you know, they know everything. They talk about it all the time. And I'm just, I would just be like, you're really smart. Dude, I've had people on that are like PhDs from Harvard and like Oxford and double PhDs. And like, (laughs) and I'm just sitting here like, I went to Elam Bible Institute and college. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I got a certificate of completion. (laughs) (laughs) i learned a lot of stuff on youtube sometimes like you know like yeah that's how that's how i feel man i just i'm just trying to just trying to not sound stupid half of my energy is devoted to not sounding stupid when i have guests on that's uh that's a jim gaffigan quote right just trying to get through life without looking stupid it's like no that is my life um, brian regan Oh, what did I say? I said Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, you're right. It's Ryan Regan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he does a YouTube phrase and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hyperbole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That That's a great bit if anybody hasn't awesome. heard that. Yeah, Brian Regan, not Jim Gaffigan. I am so ashamed with myself. See? See, yeah, that's we, the thing. You, it's you like knew, you knew what it was. It just came out wrong. Yeah, I feel like I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of self-deprecation. I'm not sure. It's probably like the Chris Farley influence in my life. It's like... Mm. <laughs> I mean, I even say like, if you ever see the the scene with him, every time he gets hurt, every time he gets hurt, he says something like "son of a." That's it, just "son of a." That's all he says. 
and no no naughtiness <laughs> afterwards and um exactly so like when literally when i hit my head on that that handle miraculously whatever happened literally i uttered son of a like just like <laughs> you know what i'm saying my wife's like you get hurt again i'm like god you know i'm just going it's like <laughs> i feel like literally my church has chris farley as their pastor right now i you know i don't know what to tell them sometimes you do know you, do you but, do you live in a van down by the river <laughs> dude i use that <laughs> as an example on day one of vbs that without them knowing i threw it in there i was talking about how you know the the good news of that day was that jesus comes to find us right like jesus came mm -hmm. to save us like came to find us and we're using you know lost coin the lost sheep we're talking you know we're doing all that kind of stuff so i was trying to give them an example you know like um like you know, we're called to be pure. We're called to be holy in order to get the God. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have to be perfect, but you're lost. Like you need somebody to come help and save you. And he leaves the 99 to come find you because you're out late, you know, and I told the kid, cause you know, you're out living in a van down by the river, you know, <laughs> eating a said he got diet of government cheese, you know, like going through the whole thing. And there was a couple people who picked up on it and I could see him like in the group laughing, like some of the leaders and one guy came up to me. He's like, do you do a Tommy boy reference? I'm like, I did. And then today I was using like today I was using these toy trains and uh, I had them on a track, you know, so I had these little <laughs> no toy way. like Thomas trains on a track. <laughs> you can see my hands yeah. already. Right. Yeah. I'm like, so let's say you disconnect from God and you want to get off track and do what you want to do. You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. And it starts on fire. The paramedic shows up and gets out and says, oh, my God, new guy's <laughs> puking his guts in the back. And you're just all just because you wanted to get off the track. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> There's only like two people, two adults out of like the 50 that would, yeah, or maybe not even 50, it. out of 10 of them that may have got it that were there. And it just, I, I couldn't help myself. I had to get there. So for those who don't know, that's another Tommy Boy reference. Tommy Boy. Uh, the van down by the river <laughs> is from his SNL skit <laughs> called Matt Foley. He's a motivational speaker that lives in a van down by the river, but he's very self-deprecating, which is, you know, honestly, mm -hmm. I feel like is a, you know, I'm joking about it, but I would rather be a little bit self-deprecating yeah. than try to pump myself up and say how awesome I am. Yeah. Like, I don't know, that's like we're going back to what we said earlier about Paul, you know, he boasts in his weakness. So that's all I'm doing. Mm. <laughs> you know, like he, I, somehow he uses me. Somehow he uses me. I want to write a I love, book. I think I've told you this. Have I told you my book idea? Hold on. It comes no. from Michael, Michael Scott. And he, he has a book. Somehow I manage. Uh -huh. Somehow yeah. I manage. Like I want to write one called somehow I pastor. Like, I don't Dude. know how, I don't know why, but somehow he's given me the ability to do it. Even though I, I lack all of yeah. the skills that you probably would need, you know? Yeah. No, that's great. What are were you, you going to say though? No, I was going to say, like, it's it's impressive how seamlessly you transition back and forth between silly talk, like from from Tommy Boy references to like spirit to the Apostle Paul, like like just just back. Just <laughs> you can just <laughs> seamlessly jump in and out of these of these two things. And it's less like silly. And then it's like like, uh, let me make a spiritual point out of this. You, you're uh, 
you're you're masterful at the way you're doing that dude i that's how <laughs> i preach start talking all i want to do is just keep talking about tommy boy or you know what i mean like i just yeah, i have yeah, a hard yeah. time coming out of it i just want to stay there <laughs> but anyway it's good well hey listen i said at the beginning of the podcast and we won't cut it out we'll just leave it there everybody i didn't know we were recording <laughs> so um, i deceived you not yeah not but, but it just happened the words those obsolete words i wanted to read a co couple that oh, were yeah. uh obsolete words of english language that we don't use <laughs> lunting lunting what do you think lunting, lunting means lunting um is it i would just my mind goes to something like industrial like there's fire industrial <laughs> like there's... i was thinking like <laughs> I was thinking it's like lazy hunting, lunting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it means it means walking while smoking a pipe. Lunting. Really? There's honey, I, I'm gonna go that. out for a lunt. <laughs> <laughs> honey, I, honey, I, I need a I was quick, lunting I with lunt. uh, the gentleman the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Billy, what he's been up to. He's been doing nothing but lunting recently. Just lunting all day long. <laughs> <laughs> just lunting around <laughs> uh another one here we go um <laughs> uh groke g-r-o-a-k groke <laughs> try to guess what it's, this is it just sounds like something nasty like it just sounds gross um uh like croaking groke. yeah i mean you know it's just word associations right in my mind everything is is just going to stuff that just sounds <laughs> sounds not pleasant i don't know what this what here's what mean? here's what it is <laughs> to silently watch someone while they are eating hoping to be invited to join them so you're so groke to grok is the, i grok regularly <laughs> <laughs> so hey man let's go over to chipotle and grok dude <laughs> so I'm we such just a sit groker. there and stare at them you just stare stare at them you don't say anything. You got to be silent. Says so silently watch mm -hmm. someone while they're eating, hoping hoping to be invited to join them. So you just what set up outside a restaurant and stare at them and hope that they'll like. <laughs> oh, he seems like a nice guy. This isn't weird at all, honey. He's just groking. That's all he's doing. He's just a grok. Well, I was it's thinking fine. more like I was thinking more like somebody you know. You know what I mean? Who's just oh, eating yeah. something and you're just kind of like looking. You know, kind of kind of looking at him where you you're kind of almost like. It looks like you might be spaced out, but you're you're kind of you're kind of just looking at looking at them. They're like, oh, uh, you know, would you like some? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so you like like your wife, your wife has ice cream and she's on the couch. You're watching Netflix and you look over. You're just staring at her. And she's like, hey, babe, and you're like, what you got there? <laughs> you, I do you got a little my wife. I, I do that. I grok with my, I grok with I my grok. wife a lot. <laughs> because this is a Christian podcast. Yes. My wife and I, I was just groking the other night. No, like, so. so <laughs> um, so yeah, no, because I'll do that. I will do that with my wife because, because the, the thing I, I never thought about it before, I guess, but, but she will like, we'll go to, you know, if we go out and eat somewhere, she often doesn't finish her food. So like, mm. I'll just oh, kind of, oh, yeah, I just yeah, kind of yeah. do this thing where like, I just kind of glance at it, not even, it's just kind of something that happens subconsciously. And, and at some point she'll, she'll be like, like, do you want some of this? 
<laughs> um, I'll be like, well, hey, you creep. know, if you if you insist. Now you, you can know? say, babe, I'm just she's gonna say, babe, were you groking? Are you groking right now? Yeah, Dude. I am. All right, Dude, take I'm the actually, fries. Thank, take I'm the glad fries. I know that word now. I actually am a groker. So it's just <laughs> hilarious that there's a word for that. That's so interesting. All right, what's the next All right. one? Uh this this one is pretty good. Um jargle or jar jargogle. 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 G J J A R. So jar. G O G. Uh, so gog, right? L E. Ul. So jargoggle. It's to confuse or bamboozle. Ooh. Jargle. That actually. Jargoggle. Jar I don't think I could say it because to say it confuses and bamboozles me. So I don't think I could. Right. <laughs> It's like I'm just so well, jargoggled, jargoogled, jargoogling. You just jargoggled me so badly right now. My, I don't, yeah, like my mom's like, oh, hold on, I gotta get online and get on the jargoogle something. I gotta jargoogle something. <laughs> I love, I love when uh, when elderly people call it the Google or you know the, the Google. Like, they do those words. Um, Did you like, get oh, on you, the interwebs? You know about the internet, yeah, the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on, get on uh, the uh, get about, on the interwebs and check your uh, your net <laughs> See if you have any uh, any electronic mail from people. I've been on this AOL house. Instant Messenger. There's nobody on anymore. <laughs> Everybody talks about Instant Messenger. My AIM account, like I don't understand. I put a way message up and everything. <laughs> I have a way message. <laughs> your screen name. How about uh? How about Elflock? <laughs> elf lock it sounds you can like use uh, this one with your kids yeah oh yeah elf yeah lock. that's a hint elf lock. <laughs> so stupid i can't believe this was a word <laughs> tangled hair tangled hair as if matted by elves so i so guess like, i would use that like you didn't do your hair thing? it's all matted down you have elf. Oh, look at Timmy. He's got elf lock. You know, it sounds like it was disease. that. A, was that a thing back got in the, the day? Elf like lock. If, you, if you woke up with really messy hair, they assumed that elves came and messed up your head in the nighttime. I don't like, know if why it was. Would they think it was elves. Maybe it was like in tongue in cheek. You know, that's how I'm kind of picking it up. Like, like elf. I don't know. Like, I don't know why yeah. elves. I, I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird. Uh, the weird thing. Well, listen, when you when you talk to your wife, make sure you call her a snout flare. A snout This is flare. a good thing. A snout oh, yeah? flare. It's a good looking a person. Really? I think it's because when I think I think like, it's because your, like your nostrils might flare. Like it's like I don't know how that works. I've always tried to I feel like my nose is too thick that I can't. But I feel like isn't nostrils. that something that people do when they're met when they're angry? It seems more of like I, something to me that's more associated with anger than it is associated with like that's that's an attractive person right there. I don't but know. I know. I don't the, know. I know in the office when uh, Kelly comes into the office, the show for those who know, and mm -hmm. Dwight and Andy are both kind of after her, but they already had this history of like Angela, and then they became friends, so they both were in a relationship right. with Angela, but Andy didn't know. And then they got in a fight and a duel. Anyway, this is when they're friends, but then they're trying and, and they're, they're both interested in Kelly. And when Dwight realizes it, he goes, Hey, are 
you know, basically, are you interested? And he, one of the things he says, I won't name them all because some of them are not great. But one of the things he right. says is he says, uh, you know, did your nostrils flare? I well, No, I saw your nostrils flare. So I, there must be oh, something okay. too, uh physically, you know, physically. So make sure you call your wife a a, a, a snout flare. Snout, snout flare. Hmm. I yeah. will. I'm going to uh, write. I'll, I'll send her a message on Facebook and just be like whatever i don't know i gotta think of a fancy way to say it but yeah i'll call her a snout flare all right so one more all right ready this ready. one's hard resistentialism resentialism so it's resistant i-a-l-i-s-m i can't say things well i told you people <laughs> I, i'm not good at this resent resistentialism how would you say it Resent Re yeah. resistentialism. Resent I'll just let you keep working on it. Whew. I just say the more I say it, the more I'm like, this is wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> this this is the best one. And, and somebody made this word because it was a thing. The seemingly spiteful behavior shown by an inanimate object. <laughs> So try to so use like, that one. <laughs> so like, what, 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 like uh, that Rubik's cube just keeps taunting me from across the room. Is it? A, I guess it would be that, right? Seems like that could be the kind of thing because it's like I I could never get this thing right. It's like that. Yeah, cocky piece of. Or you're like my bed hates me, man. My neck is a my neck's oh, okay. all messed up. My 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 bed hates me. That would that be it? The seemingly spiteful. I don't know where else would you use it. It's like oh that stop sign just won't leave me alone. <laughs> no, we would do it though. We would totally do it with with That's lights, true. right? That's you get true. to a red That's light true, and they're yeah. like God. These lights why are out this to get me today. Yeah. <laughs> So it sounds almost like it's like a literary device, maybe like uh, resistentialism or whatever, however you pronounce it. But it's like uh, something you would use. What, what's that called? What, what I feel like we we have another word for that today. It's like when you ascribe human characteristics. What kind of think of that word to to inanimate objects um, or even I think you can do it with animals, too. What's that word? I can't think. Anyway, it's a literary device. So maybe it was kind of. I don't know. Maybe it was along those lines or something that actually does make <laughs> more sense than I initially thought. Uh, oh, well, let's just do let's just do one more. Uno Crapulous. 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 <laughs> C-R-A-P. I'm assuming it's not what it sounds like. C-R-A-P-U-L-O-U-S. That is crapulous. There is no other way to say it. Crapulous. Like no, it's crapulous. Crapulous. That sounds like a word that a kid would invent. Like if you said, <laughs> you just like let's make up a word. They would. That's that's what they would do. Um, yeah. Crapulous. What's your first thought? Is it is it positive or thought. negative? Just tell me that. Is it like a? Uh, this would a be negative. This would be more negative. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely negative. It's like that person is very crapulous. Uh, maybe they're <laughs> overly. Arrogant. I'm just gonna say arrogant. Oh, they're like an arrogant one. Man, look at him, all yeah. cropulous, <laughs> cropulous guy. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, it's an obsolete no, word in the English language. Let me tell you. 
so the definition is to feel ill because of excessive oh. eating or drinking. So like you leave the like buffet, hungover, like a hangover. Honey, I'm feeling crapulous. <laughs> <laughs> you drive. I'm I'm feeling too crapulous right now. <laughs> oh man, I gotta oh, just I gotta go to the bathrooms. <laughs> feeling so crapulous. <laughs> crapulous. Excuse me, ma'am. Can I be excused? I'm feeling crapulous at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I wish good. they to kept that, these words use that in school. Yeah, that'd be that's good. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Fabulous. It's fun, fun that's in good. the sun. I appreciate you oh, bringing cool. up all these words, these obsolete words. So there's forty-seven thousand more <laughs> obsolete words. I only so, did ten of them, or I didn't yeah. even do ten. I didn't even do all the ten that I found. You know, there's some that I look on and I'm like, well, I've heard it. You know, I there's some like I've. I think I've seen that, for, but for the most part, you know, there's they're they're all in there. Like, I mean, some of yeah. them are simple, like borism. It's like you you could figure like I was in class and I I was dealing with a case of borism. Like that makes sense. Like you're bored. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So some of them are like mm -hmm. that. We just don't say it like that. But crapulous to me is like great. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> It definitely does sound like a, a word a kid made up, you know, like because kids always do. They always say the worst things, but they they're trying to right. think like it's funny. I always. I don't know. I, I don't know if we're done or if we're going to keep going, but I just feel like this is weird. <laughs> We've been I'm going to go down like a little a while, rabbit hole, but we keep going. So eh, I don't care. It's fun. You, know, you can use it for fine. some bonus content later. Um, <laughs> so I was just thinking, though, it, like my daughter the other day. Um, you know, she, she's four. So for those who are understanding where she's at and she's the youngest daughter, uh, she's the youngest sister, a sister, three girls. And my older girls were kind of picking on her and she got mad. And the only thing she could come up with is go poop in your butt. And I'm like <laughs> looking at her thinking like, that doesn't even make sense. Like there's no, <laughs> I don't know what you mean, you know, that like she's so angry. She could only think of two words she's not supposed to say, which are poop and butt. So she put them together. And I thought, you know, I don't know if like, I don't know how to handle this situation now because she, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like she's yeah. trying to express herself and, and use strong language to get her point across. But at the same time, it's like, do I really want her saying that in school? Well, obviously not. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, but it right. made me wrestle a little bit with. It's just funny. I don't, I wouldn't even call that a sin. I would just call it like, but you know, I mean, why are we, why are, why is it human nature to look for the, the one word, you know, you're not supposed to say mm -hmm. in a, in a heated situation or when you smack your eye on something, you know, why is it that we're right. looking for that word and it feels good to say it out loud, even though technically you probably shouldn't use it. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is weird. It's for some reason, it just it just feels better. Like it just, <laughs> just for some reason, it just, it just feels better to like, yeah, I don't know. Use yeah, a, use cool. a strong. So what was your initial response? Were you, did you laugh? Like, was it funny to you or oh, was dude, your initial response? I laughed. Like, <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. I laughed and she didn't see it. You know, it's one of those parent laughs where you're laughing and you're just like this. <laughs> you're yeah. like trying to cover your, I don't want you to see me, but uh, yeah, I laughed. I had to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, Jess and I, I do that all the time. I, yeah, the, you yeah, know the, the hide the laughs. Yeah, we do too. Yeah, it's 
yeah, I'm trying to remember my because my my seven year old said something recently where it was like his his older brother like tricked him into saying it because he didn't know that it was a bad word and it was like a real word like it was like a real like an, like an adult bad word it wasn't like poop or butt um yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and his brother like asked him a question and somehow tricked him into saying it and he was like like he he said i i'm trying i don't remember exactly what word it was but uh but it was one of those things where it's just like like that was kind of on the older brother for instigating it, even though, you know, he he wasn't I don't know. It was just it was like this whole thing. But he didn't know, like he didn't really know that he was saying something bad. Like he thought it was bad, but it was he was just kind of like answering his brother's question and said it. And uh anyway, it was just one of those things. It's he he felt uh he felt bad, you know, like he felt bad when he yeah. when he realized like what it was or what he said. And um, but yeah, I, I love it though. I love it. <laughs> Hearing a kid curse is like one of the funniest things to me. I don't know why, like, yeah. especially when they're so innocent about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. tell you stories, but <laughs> it, we'll save those for another day. Oh, did you yeah, restart the recording? Uh, no, right. we've, it's been recording the whole time. We I never stopped it. Is that what thing. you said? Yeah. It says on my thing, like uh 30, seven seconds has been recording i'm like oh okay oh really no no it's it's uh it's still going <laughs> it's been going the whole time cool. um, all right well bye yeah, everybody man. yeah peace <laughs> peace out yeah bro well let's see um i appreciate you josh whippy thanks for thanks for coming back on it's been i feel like i feel like this was maybe the longest break where you haven't been on because you were you were on like mm. a few times kind of like a little bit closer together so since the like, beginning yeah. since, since the, beginning. the beginning of times man you've right. been with me through thick and thin um i dude i wish we lived in the same place and dude we'd hang out. we'd be hanging right now we could do this yeah. live you you want to be you want to you want to move to houston with me no you could be a you could be a pastor I can't pay you, but you could. No, I could give you a title. <laughs> I don't. You know, Houston. Listen, we've been. It's like today is in the eighties again. Yeah, and maybe like it's just because eight over there. <laughs> is it? Is it hundred and eight? So. And it's, I'm like, it's. Mm -hmm. I can't. My Polish body, man. I. I mean, I set up like a my little Polish pool body. yesterday, and I was just dead. I mean sweating i had to pump up you know you have to pump up the ring whatever with like an air pump and like i'm just sweat is dripping i got sunglasses on sweats just dripping into the sunglasses i'm like i am not built for this i'm just i'm just not built for this no it's only 77 today but it feels like to me like a thousand degrees yeah oh, 77 <laughs> dude it's so yeah. hot and humid here we get a lot of rain, like a lot of rain. So some, right. so w sometimes it'll just be overcast, so you won't feel the heat. Mm. But when the sun's out, man, uh, it's brutal. And I think Houston, from what I hear, it's a little bit hotter than where I am right now. So we'll, well see, we're gonna we'll hit eighty today, eighty-one tomorrow, eighty-four, eighty-two. So yeah, we're that's that's hot for this area. You know that's hot, like western new york i don't know why but it's just so much hotter <laughs> but maybe because i'm not used to it it's probably because i'm not used to it but yeah 
And then you go out to the desert. They're like, it's only 120. I'm like, what are you talking? Oh, it's a dry heat. There is no dry heat. It's a dry heat. Yeah. It's like dry the, heat. the desert, no, you're the still, desert stuff. Well, it's called the desert. People died in the <laughs> desert before. We use the desert to say where people die. And you're like, no, it's a dry heat. It's not that bad. No, you're, you're, there's no water around you. You guys have a problem getting water. Because dry heat. Give me that. <laughs> dry heat. Well, <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty outdoorsy, right? You're kind of like you like the wilderness I've been a little bit. I haven't considered to be a little outdoorsy. Um, I was more so when I was younger. I mean, I like hunting. I mean, I got that right there. So I guess, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, yeah. I guess you would say outdoorsy. Have you been? Have you ever been attacked by any animals? Like has any hmm. kind of have you ever had an encounter or a run in that was like you would say you were you were you I were mean concerned? just like dogs just like dogs like people's dogs but no I mean that is a fear that I have like to be 100% honest like I do fear like coyotes a little bit but they run away from you really quickly hmm. cuz they're they're afraid of you so uh, every yeah. time I've seen one in the woods and you know they see me they're gone instantly um so no, I don't think so. I mean, one time I was walking back from a tree stand and when I was walking, there was uh it was getting it was pretty dark and I'm I'm walking away. No. My phone's ringing again. I'm walking like back home. And as I'm walking, I see something like in like kind of like on the ground like what is that? I could barely make it out. I'm trying to wrap my head around what it could be and it was a skunk. So I just stopped and I'm literally maybe 12 yards away from this thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I just do one of those like slow backups. Mm. And I literally walked, I probably walked 10 minutes out of my way to go around this one skunk because yeah. there was nowhere else I could go in this field and all the crops and stuff. I don't know what's yeah. in there. So I, I walked all the way around. It was scary. But no, not, have you had an animal attack you? I got some, you know, Mike Cavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Cavanaugh got attacked no, by I beavers. Really oh, really? Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, dude, they can yep. be. Yeah. I, I had a run in with a beaver when I was like a kid. That was just kind of <laughs> scary. Like it wasn't. <laughs> sounds weird to say I had a run in with a beaver. I it did. Does. The only thing that ever like kind of attacked me where I felt like like, oh, like I had to run away it wasn't hard to get away though like i just had to run away it was a, a like a goose like a canadian goose i think it was a canadian <laughs> yeah. one of those one of those kinds oh, of yeah. you know nasty squawking birds it was one of yeah, those you got too close to their yeah i got too close and i was being a jerk and i was yeah i was being a jerk I, <laughs> yeah I, swans I will get it. you and then this big one just came at me like like ah! you know they like <laughs> like act like they're yeah. gonna charge they kind of flap their wings a little bit um <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I ran away. I did. Yeah, I did. My wife. Okay. Okay. So my wife's, when I first met her, she had a, uh, her, her sister brought home a chicken from the school, <laughs> South Carolina and, uh, brought home a little chicken. Like, and she said, I'm saving this chicken because we had to use it for a science project or something. I don't know how she ended up with this stupid chicken, but that thing turned into a rooster and not just a rooster. I'm pretty sure that was like grade A gamecock. You know, the ones that fight like the scary <laughs> ones. And 
that thing, his name was Sebastian and he was the devil. So I just started dating Jess and I'd have to come over there. And there was always this like terrifying, like encounter that I anticipated every single time I came, I knew Sebastian would be waiting for me and I knew he was going to try to attack me. So dude, every time, like as I'm about to leave, like I open the door and just start gun in it for the truck because he would be behind me going <laughs> with this like his like talons coming at you his, and i'm like yeah i kicked him once one time i kicked him and i thought he'll never come after me no he came after me right after that he was he was evil <laughs> so he was an evil chicken so then she went and tried to get rid of him my mother-in-law so she gave him to this neighbor down the street who said that you know in myrtle beach she's like oh i'll take your chicken I, I i'll take it you know and he had it for literally like a couple hours and brought it back and said i don't want your chicken so well that happened and then she gave it to some farmer and we don't know what happened nor do we care but i was just glad that i was freed from the from the terror of sebastian <laughs> every time i came over sebastian. there it was awful it was just awful <laughs> well chickens chicken. are like so no i mean right like they're they're like these i don't know there's something there's they'll eat you i mean they're so little that they can't but they'll they'll like they'll try to eat you like if you give they, them a chance they'd like peck at you and they try to figure you out like i have friends i have you know a lot of chickens i'm in a rural area but i have a friend friends who have chickens you know they eat snakes but you didn't know didn't that know that i didn't know that they will eat snakes like whole, like just eat them. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't know why. Like a snake comes in. I don't know if they think it's going to come. Like if it's like an instinct, like they think it's going to come for their, their nest or right. come for their eggs, but they'll just eat them. Very aggressive. Very aggressively. That's crazy. They'll eat them. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. So there's some people that like literally keep chickens around to like literally like let them free range around their house so that it'll clear the snakes. Can you imagine that's crazy? Like you're a snake and of all the things that could kill you, a chicken does like that would be the worst way to go out <laughs> by chicken. <laughs> uh, we hold this service for our dear friend, Frank. What happened to Frank? He was eaten by a chicken. He got, he got too close Disgraced. to the chicken. <laughs> too, close too close to, to Sebastian. That's another one. Dang it. Three this week. Jeez. <laughs> but. <laughs> um yeah well, so the animals woodsy wide are you afraid of animals attacking you what was what's happening no i was just wondering if you because like i've seen recently like i saw you posted something with like some dead animal or something i was trying to remember oh. um, and i know you and i know you do some hunting so now i was just i was just curious yeah, I guess now you're describing me. I guess I am pretty outdoorsy. When you first thought said it, I thought you I was kind of thinking or thinking like, do you go hiking? And I'm thinking I probably should go hiking. Um, I, you know what I mean? That's how I was thinking outdoorsy. Yeah. But as far as yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, no, we have uh, we had we had um, a colony of um, woodchucks or I don't know if they call them woodchucks by, by you or groundhogs. I'm not sure what they call. Um, Are call those the same where, thing? Yeah, woodchucks yeah. and groundhogs are the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like, what's uh, the Pennsylvania dude from Groundhog Day? What is his name? Puxatani Phil. Something. Yeah, Puxatani Phil. So Phil. he's a woodchuck. Something Phil. Yeah, he's, he's fine. I'm, I'm cool with him. We, I got no beef with him. But the ones in my backyard that kept digging like <laughs> <Right>. giant <laughs> holes, like enormous holes in my yard, and then 
my kids, like we'd go sledding and they would lose a boot in one of the holes, like, cause they stepped uh -huh. in it, you know, it was getting out of control. So I tried to have a heart trap, which is just like a humane trap. And they're just too, the one was way too fat to get in there. And the other one, like they just, they wouldn't, they wouldn't mess with it. So I had to go to other means, which was a Creedmoor 6.5, uh, which is a pretty heavy caliber. Mm. You could probably take down, you could take down an elk with it for sure. And I, I, uh, I took one, I took out a couple, I took out three so far. So uh, and then one guy hit by two guy hit by the car uh, car. So that's five gone. And then I got like, I think one or two little ones, but I haven't seen them recently. And I think I, I almost had like a, like a nightmare the other day that one of them remember Chucky, like the scary, the scary kid that like, I wondered yeah. if there would be like, would, would Chucky would come attack me to oh, avenge yeah. his family? Cause I killed his mom and dad and, and brother or sister. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking Woodchucky. You could do a nice parody of a Woodchuck that is trying to avenge <laughs> his family. That's great. Woodchuck yeah, so, is so much cooler than Groundhog. I'm never gonna say Groundhog again. I didn't I, I think thought I don't know cool. why I thought those were two different animals. Woodchuck is like a I I just like that. I just like it better the way it sounds. Woodchuck, yeah, Woodchuck is a groundhog. We I'm should add up we should add groundhog to the list of obsolete words and just call them woodchucks. Yeah, we I mean, That's sure, I we could do that. I was trying to see if there was any other names because I think some some people call them like uh, something pigs or something um, like, you know, what I mean, like the, the whistle pig, whistle pig. That's it. I got it right here. So whistle different pig. names for so groundhog, also known as woodchuck. Here's the different names. Chuck, woodshock, ground pig, woodshock. whistle pig. I do like whistle pig. <laughs> ground pig is great. Ground Dude, pig. I'm calling them ground pigs from now on. Those <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Is, <laughs> is a ground Wait, pig there's more. There. Like, isn't there's that just more. a pig? Like, why are you calling it a ground pig? All pigs are on the ground. <laughs> like, no, it's How a about groundhog. The... It's a oh groundhog. That makes sense. Hog. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of hog being a pig. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. ground oh, pig. That makes more sense now. Ground pig. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh we got we got the whistler we got the the thickwood badger uh the canada marmot the monax the moonax the red monk oh gosh the, are the those, land I, land beaver i bet you some of those were like like monac i wonder i don't know in my mind i'm just wondering if those were maybe like native american terms or something like from back in those days like back back a while a while back that that's maybe that's what they called them i'm making stuff um, up um was it a woodchuck that it was a woodchuck right that remember ranger rick on full house ranger rick i think his, that was a beaver because he made the would you a, like some what that was a beaver yeah, it's a that was a beaver. A beaver for sure. So woodchucks yeah. don't chuck wood. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, that's why the saying is how much wood could a woodchuck wood if a woodchuck oh, could if. Chuck see I'm not thinking these things through, <sighs> Josh Whippy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you don't well, have a PhD from Harvard, man, because I'd feel really stupid right now. Well, I just found out I might as I well mean, have a PhD because I just found out that they also climb trees to avoid predators never knew that are they bears? never seen that are they happen from the bear family no they are rodent fa family mm. they're okay. so they're they're a rodent yep and they're a family of oh gosh well family of squirrel basically 
from the the skewdier squirrel. So there's two different types of squirrels, right? There's ground dwellers and then there's the like the tree dwellers. So like a squirrel, like you know, a gray squirrel, red squirrel, those are tree dwellers. But if you didn't know this, like one of the one of the cool like um cousins of of groundhogs are chipmunks. So chipmunks and groundhogs are more related than um they're more related than chipmunks are to squirrels. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know so that. So a chipmunk is yeah, is is closely closely related to that and cuz they're ground rodents. But yeah, squirrels cuz you think squirrels and chipmunks you put them in the same category, but actually it's chipmunks and woodchucks or groundhogs. Kind of cool. Chipmunk is a is a cool I feel like chipmunks are cooler than uh than squirrels anyway. Yeah. I've been after them too. They've been getting in my garage and then tearing crap up all over the place. Very I felt very crappyless in that moment. Um yeah, they've been they've been pretty nasty. So I took I took out a couple um in not the most humane ways, but I had one left over and uh my girls didn't want me to kill them, so um dispose of them so i gotta have a heart trap and i set it up and i literally was walking out to the garage i was in the garage and i was looking out the back window and i saw him go into the into the trap and then you know the sides like fold down and he went in i put peanut butter fresh peanut butter and then i put some opened sunflower seeds on the peanut butter with some peanuts and some almonds i thought oh he'll never be able to deny this didn't take him but a half hour and i watched him go in and get trapped so then i just took him like a mile and a half down the road and let him out in a wood in the woods what brand of peanut butter did you use uh, I use the uh, Aldi brand because that's all we can afford right now with the oh, inflation Aldi. that's going on. Aldi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just opened an Aldi here, and I haven't been to it yet. I've Dude, never been to an Aldi. It's because it you've great? never been. It's going to change your whole been. life. It's going to change everything how they you shop. You're going to go. Wow! For those that are listening I'm, still, which I doubt there's, I'm going to be able but... to afford food again. Is that what you're telling me, dude? You you will, dude. I'm telling you right now, there are so many more than once a day. <laughs> yeah, dude. They have their produce is really good. I have no problems with their produce. It's cheaper, like always cheaper. Like uh, I've been getting uh, strawberries for my kids for a buck ninety nine for a thing, a buck ninety nine. Like that's great. Um, they're like their dairy is cheaper. Their, uh, Greek yogurt went up in price, which drives me crazy because I feel like it's just because it's a fad, but their Greek mm. yogurt went in price. They have all that kind of stuff. They have organic stuff. If you guys are into that, <coughs> but their prices are like un unbeatable. Like you, you can't beat their mm. prices and their, their That's products awesome. are good too. So they have certain things you'll find like certain things you need to stay away from. Because you're like, you don't, you know, it's just cheap. But there, a lot of their stuff is great. Really good. I mean, you can get frozen pizzas for five bucks. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, you know, you can stock up on some bad food, too. But they, yeah. they'll have, like, avocado. You can get good avocado for, like, three bucks instead of going to, like, your, you know, right. whatever grocery store and spending six, seven dollars on, yeah. uh, not avocado. I meant um, what about, guacamole. So they have guacamole. Right for like three bucks cheap and then they have uh like different salsas and different uh greek greek yogurts and dressings and all kinds of stuff so they have a pretty cool selection of like that's some trendy items that would cost you an arm and a leg somewhere else 
That's awesome. So is this is this a this is a plug for Aldi? We didn't. Yeah, here's my plug for Aldi. Normally do so. Plug for Aldi. Shout well, out to got, Aldi. You got to make sure you bring a quarter with you though, because it's kind where you have to put a quarter into the uh, shopping cart, and you get the quarter back when you return it. So it saves mm. them money. Okay. Uh, to not have a cart guy, but you just have to make sure you have a quarter in your vehicle at all times in case you have to stop at Aldi. Oh, because that I gets see. annoying. I see. You see what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I it's do. a deposit. I do. It's a deposit. But now there's no, um, you know, the, everybody's charging for paper bags anyway, so that doesn't change anything. You just got to pack yeah. it yourself, you know. Yeah. Well, well good real luck quick, in your, in your we're, adventure. We're gonna to end, Aldi. We're gonna we're gonna end this, but yeah, I'm gonna go to Aldi, but either today, between today and tomorrow, I'm definitely gonna go. <laughs> um, but it is believed that the English word chipmunk was derived from chetamnon a name given to the animal by the peoples of the Chippewa nation. I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly, but um, so maybe I wasn't too far off on what, what I said country, what country, the Chippewa or nation. What? Oh, the chipmunk. It was it, oh, from Chippewa, the Chippewa, like, like the indigenous people. What did you say? I missed it in the beginning. Who are the, um, so who are I, the Chippewas, the Chippewa, the Chippewa Indians. Okay, so the Chippewa. In, where were they? Um, uh, Canada, I believe, somewhere in Canada, maybe in America the too. Chippewa I'm not sure. Tribe. Like, or the northern part of the United States slash Canada. I be, I'm not an expert. Um, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm look. I'm curious because we have like a city in 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 buffalo we have a street called chippewa and i knew it was related to like indigenous people but i didn't understand um you know like what i don't know of that tribe like i know senecas because we have senate the seneca tribe around us but i don't right no you're right a lot of canada looks like canada michigan wisconsin yes yeah, so you're in ontario and a little bit of quebec yeah that's cool i might that's as cool. well just i not know that phd from uh from harvard you should you know? You're learning all about after chipmunks. That, after that comment, <laughs> chipmunks. <laughs> I could, I could, I could have majored in horticulture. Is that what it's called? Horticulture, um, animal husbandry, maybe. I don't know what horticulture is actually. Animal, animal husbandry. See, we're dumb. We animal don't know what we're talking about. Animal, <laughs> animal husbandry is a hilarious name because it sounds yeah, like that is good. Like people marrying animals. <laughs> oh, just husbands though. Just, I just picture like yeah animal <laughs> weddings yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. science of breeding and caring for farm animals oh so just farm animals so i don't think chipmunks would fit into into that category anyway no. man thanks again bro let's get out of here bye hope you have a wonderful <laughs> day yeah you too bud thanks everybody for checking out the episode if anybody's still here <laughs> after we talked about <laughs> chipmunks and animal attacks for the past 40 minutes love you guys 